one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Back to the wall of wall of shame here. We've Sorry. got yes. uh, one from our classic, uh, a classic pod, squ- pod squatter, Ulrika. Mm-hmm. We um, went oh. to Paris with her and she is very lovely. She says, I slapped someone accidentally in the face, <laughs> flailing my arm through the finish line in a local 10K race. I absolutely love that one. I love one. that. <laughs> and you can totally see how that would happen because everyone does that thing of raising their arms up these days. You could totally, yeah, bash, uppercut. <laughs> Amy here. I was running down a canal. And I slipped and tripped over a bollard, which in itself is a funny word, yeah. and fell into a canal boat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, immediately imagining if you've fallen onto a canal boat, then there's nothing for it apart from <laughs> to just don a pipe and start set- setting sail. Welcome to episode 181 of the Women's Running Podcast. I'm your host, Esther Newman, and she's your other host, Holly Taylor. On this podcast, we talk about health, politics, stuff on TV, and what we ate last night. Occasionally, we talk about running. In this episode, we kick off with a chat about our little therapy sessions, i.e. this actual podcast. Holly has been getting herself back on an even keel, and I have been getting very worried about some upcoming races. We also talk about coming to terms with running a bit slower as we get older and the way in which a run can feel awful on one day and brilliant the next for no apparent reason. We then delve into your wall of shame embarrassing moments from the National Running Show, which we wanted to share with you guys because they were all superb. From public pooing to being overtaken by Ron Hill to our favourite of all time, which involves a canal boat. I shall say no more. We loved doing this so much. We want more of your embarrassing moments. Email us at wrpodcast at anthem.co.uk with the best bits of your runs so we can snort about them on the pod. Do think about subscribing to Women's Running right now because you'll save 50% off the cover price and you'll get a copy of our How to Run 5K guide absolutely free. If you don't need it because you're scampering over mountains, it'll make a friend very happy indeed. Go to womensrunning.co.uk forward slash bundle to get the deal. Sorry, I'm running again. Um, Despite the fact that I I know that it takes a really, really long time for healthy habits to have any kind of, like, you know, it takes weeks and weeks and weeks, isn't it? Like if you start taking vitamins, it's supposed to take like six months or something ridiculous like that to have any kind of effect. Oh, really? Oh, ages. I've been taking vitamin D since we were recommended it at the NRS by, I think it was Lena or Rini or someone. 
Yeah. And I've genuinely been walking around for the last week, like, yeah. Feel the rain on your skin. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So I've been taking <sighs> collagen because I was given some lovely collagen by Colo. So I've been taking that. I've been taking my vitamins religiously. I've been, instead of having crisps and chocolate at night, I've been having yogurt and fruit and seeds. And I've been doing this absolutely religiously for two weeks. And I have expected myself to kind of, I don't know, be this kind of glossy maned, kind Mm -hmm. of wet nosed dog of a person. And instead I've just been saying, still really tired and grumpy in the mornings no change oh god well I had a a big wake-up call with all of that recently that's made me want to do yogurt and fruit and blah 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 why I had to to, um get life insurance on Sunday oh god it's a real kick in the teeth isn't it (laughs) it's not great (laughs) (laughs) they just pick through your life and tell you all the reasons why this company probably won't cover you because they they're mm. not betting on the fact that you won't die and they will yeah. actually have to pay it. It's like, bloody hell. I got, um, we got refused cover from one because of my anxiety. And I, I did <gasps> kick off a bit about it because I was like, I know he didn't, he couldn't help. But it was our mortgage mm. advisor who was like helping us go through all the stuff. Um, and yeah, I know it's not his fault, but I was grumpy. So I was like, can you explain to me why on earth like that? is mm. more likely to make me die because everything a GP and therapist has ever told me about my anxiety is it's okay nobody dies from a panic attack the whole time mm. and now you're like mm. oh these people won't cover you because of your <laughs> risk factor <laughs> yeah. and uh and he was like oh um yeah but they're not looking at you individually are they they're looking at the stats and I was like that's what I mean like who's died yeah, from anxiety recently <laughs> and um and he was like he literally said well, you know, people with anxiety, they can just be triggered like that. I know. And I've not really spoken to him since. Oh, I was that like, is actually oh. quite triggering. I was like, what a shame. Because <laughs> we had a good relationship. It also went up because of my BMI. So fat and mental <gasps> gonna die was the energy that I got this weekend. I know. Oh. And then I went for a big mental health walk uh, with mm-hmm. some goats and it was really nice. I do I I do remember the life insurance thing being very upsetting and and to this day my my life insurance premiums is that what you call them whatever it is that I pay Mm -hmm. every month is double what Dave has to pay and I'm like okay (laughs) I exercise every day they don't sit upstairs doing fuck all yeah (laughs) It's so annoying. They don't. They're asking me about my wheeziness. They were asking me about a doctor's appointment I'd had um, where I'd I'd had a chest infection that I hadn't cleared up. And then it was fine. And then it was fine. But because I'd had a chest infection and because they were trying to rule out some things, but which they then ruled out. I know. It was ruled out. I know. Because it was was like, oh, oh. God. you've been to the doctor and you've done this and that exactly the same yeah. I found it really annoying that it's almost punishing that you uh like Doug hasn't been to the doctor I don't think since I've been going out with him that's 11 years uh, I do not yeah. think Doug has been to the doctor but <laughs> I, I go to the doctor quite a lot because I want to make sure that things are okay and also yeah. as a woman you can't avoid going to the doctor for long periods of time you have to go don't you, you have yeah, to go absolutely. because of because of hormone stuff and contraception yeah. and whatever else and um and smear tests and all of that like there's plenty of reasons mm. why you've got to go to the doctors all the time um mm-hmm. and yeah and I felt like it was punishing you for having been to check things out like the fact that I'd also been prescribed medication and been given counseling because of anxiety seemed to make it worse and it was like so if I was just hanging about having a horrible time rocking back and forth in the corner I'm a safer bet than if I've actually received some counseling and taken that is the dichotomy isn't it the people that yeah. have actually requested support and are getting support are the ones that yeah. then get sort of taxed on it because like you're the one that's that's yeah asked for help and has yeah. got help and is being supported idiots I know and I found the BMI thing annoying too because again it was like but you didn't ask me anything about how often I exercise incidentally mm-hmm a lot more than Doug who's a skinny pins um yeah like 
I mean, even stuff also, that could be a bit damning. Like, what kind of BMI, lifestyle I have? Is- I do sit at a desk all day. Isn't that more yeah. important than... Then yes, the yeah. lifestyle you have is way more important. BMI is for shit. It's a yeah. it's a really really old fashioned scale, which means nothing. You can't bracket people in stuff like that without even seeing them. I know. You can't you know? What if I have? Oh. I don't know. Well, a huge ass. What if I have massive tits that I can't do anything about? Well, actually, in a way, that that is that's isn't it more like you're supposed to. Isn't it supposed to be your waist? Your waist measurement is much more is is a much better indicator, which yeah. I've always found um, a horribly finger wagging to myself because I'm like I don't have a waist, so I can't, you know. Where, you can, how you can do I find it? it. <laughs> I don't know where to put the tape measure. <laughs> oh, I'm I mean, like a guinea pig. Fair, at the moment, my waist measurement. I'm not too keen for them to come near that either. But okay. <laughs> on the whole, it's all a bit naggy, isn't it? And it's like, oh, but we got it because I thought I probably should. But mm. I'm really, I'm not an insurance person. Like by my very nature, I'm really not, like I'm not a forward planner. I'm not, so, mm. I'm certainly not somebody to sacrifice things in my immediate life for things that may or may not happen in the future. But I felt quite grown up because I decided to go for it. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's a good thing to do. And you can't, I don't think you can get a mortgage, can you, without, without, you have to have it, don't you, you when you buy I a house? I think you can, you can get a mortgage without it, but they do, they okay. do really recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. Buildings insurance and stuff, I think you can't, you have to oh, have. Oh, is that what it is? Oh, right. I think so. Yeah. Life insurance, you don't have to have. The other thing that they try and encourage you to get is critical illness insurance. But we were like, Ooh. fuck it. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Take the chances. <laughs> with my blooming mad brain and fat ass. Yeah. It'll be fine. We'll be fine. It's cool. It's all right. we'll how are you doing other, other than that? Other than life insurance, how, how have you been doing? I'm okay. I've been like, I've had quite bad residual anxiety over the last like week or so. Mm. I say residual. I don't know. It's not bothering me like in the day and stuff. It bothers me at night, which is just really annoying because when I've had previous, every time there's something new to my anxiety, I have to Mm. start the whole stupid process again of going, oh, it's a physical issue. I need to go to the doctor. Oh my goodness, I'm dying. And then realizing, oh no, it's just anxiety. Oh, but it's really not very nice. Oh, this is new, blah, blah, blah. I sort of have to go through that whole process again. Yeah. And I've had chest pains, which is quite scary and not something that I've been used to with my anxiety before. And I'm quite, quite um, aware of the fact that I, I I have been through the whole, do I need to see a doctor and mm. Googling symptoms and asking about health, about heart disease in my family and stuff. But I'm quite sure that it is like, it's just at night. It's just when I'm sort of ruminating. I'm sure that it's connected mm. to, it's not when I'm exercising or anything like that. Um, but it's just a little bit, um, it's not very nice. It's a bit scary, but I'm fine, it's really. Horrible. It's just the night yeah. times. And it and then that sucks because at the moment I keep waking up and worrying and sort of waking yeah. up with a racy heart and stuff. And um, even if I do good things, like last night I had healthy supper and didn't drink anything and drank lots of water. And I exercised that day and I had had a really nice time with a friend in the evening and it still, even though I felt like I'd done all the right things, it still kind of got me, which is a bit of a bastard, but it is what it is. Yeah. Is that, is that, is, is that kind of like the course of it? Is that what sort of happens when you have, because so you had that kind of horrible time towards the end of like the weekend at NRS kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And is that what happens with anxiety, with your anxiety, where you do, you, it sort of tails off, but it's sort of still there motoring underneath? Yeah, it'll usually, like, I definitely get, like, bouts. I don't know if it's the same for other people. Where, which mm. is also why I've often um, panicked even more about whether it might be a physical thing. Because it will sort of, symptoms will last for anywhere between, like, a couple of days and a few weeks. Mm. And um, it won't be constant. It's just, like, it will be... It, previously it would be in the day so I would like notice it every day now annoyingly I'm not really having it in the days but I'll notice it every evening um yeah and um yeah and then it sort of tends to peter off again sometimes it comes back again for a bit and then peters off again 
But it does seem to, I get a bit concerned about the fact that it does seem to be like every six months I have quite a recurring big one. And it's been six Mm. months since I, well, it's been a year really since I had bad anxiety, but it's been six months since I last had a sort of bit of a blip. And that does seem to be the pattern, which is a bit concerning because it's like, why can't I shake it? Why does it keep? But it is less bad every time. This has been particularly bad because I've had a new symptom that I've been sort of, my brain's been fixated on. And that's with that has come a whole load of new stuff to ruminate on. Like, can I hear my heartbeat? Is it normal? Does it feel like it's skipping? Blah, blah, blah. Lots of new stuff that I hadn't really, hadn't really been part of my particular thought cycles before. Mm. Um, But in general, over the last three and a bit years, three and a half years since I've had it, it's got better rather than worse. And is there, are there things, I mean, if, you, if you're saying it's coming every sort of six months, is that like, mm. um, is there anything, I mean, I know I'm grasping at straws, but anything that would enable you to kind of predict, you know, are there any sort of triggers coming up to those six months where you just think, oh yeah, I'm a bit poorly or... Yeah, I think it's know. when I'm a bit poorly, when I'm a bit run down, when I'm quite busy, the change of season. I would not be surprised if it was hormonal. Because mm. I might experience little blips of it every month or so, um, but then like really bad every six months or something. I'm I'm yeah. I also I'm quite consciously aware. I don't think that this would affect it like this because it's been, um, it, you know, it's I've had progesterone before and stuff, so it's not mm. like a completely new shock to my body. I've been on hormonal contraception before, but it did start a month after I had my coil fitted. And it's been every six months so that it's flared up since. So, really? Yeah. So that's kind of interesting. I don't think it's enough to make me like want to get it taken out tomorrow because I don't know that that's the mm. reason. I had also had a really stressful year that year. So it's like I don't know yeah. what what kind of potentially the trigger is. But I do get my coil out. It's like next year or something. That, so I think I won't get it put back in and just see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah interesting and it's it's all when it's a stress trigger and obviously we were going into a very very stressful weekend so that's kind of well I guess I guess understandable but really tricky to kind of minimize isn't it like it's a thing that we had to do oh yeah (sighs) and I liked it and I wanted to do it that's the thing that sucks I've had other like bouts of it my original one that I got was after having like a really lovely weekend where it was a friend's birthday we had like a bit of a family do as well like it was like Mm. a really lovely I had a friend today who we hadn't seen in years it was all like really lovely social stuff but I think that stuff is tiring and especially post-pandemic when you haven't really been exposed to that and it hit me really bad in 2021 when the world started opening up was when it kicked off yeah. Um, so it's such a shame because often it's things that I really enjoy and NRS was definitely one like I would never want to not do that it's great it's a mm. highlight of my of my year work-wise um, but yeah sometimes I think just overstimulation causes a feeling of being energized that my body sometimes struggles to distinguish between fear and excitement mm weirdo (laughs) (laughs) well I'm glad you said it I know yeah it's been really helpful having the pod because um so many people have written in and said lovely things and also Mm. I feel like a lot of people said things when I first really struggled with it and when I first described what it was like and I feel like I didn't reply to all of those people because I wasn't in a very, I was in quite a all over the place place at the time. But I did read mm. all of them and I was incredibly grateful because so many people were like, oh, I've, it's just really helps to know that it sounds very cringy and cheesy, but it does really help to know that you're not alone because that's a big part of the fear is no yeah. one else has ever experienced this. I'm dying. This is really abnormal. I need to go to the doctor. I need immediate medical attention. Something's awfully wrong with me. And just hearing somebody else go, no, 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 I have exactly that same symptom too. It's really scary, but it's fine. You're you're safe. Is really really helpful, and that's been a really big part of um, of recovering from it. And that's a hugely down to the pod squad, also down to my first therapist that I had, who did a survey of her other patients for me to ask them what their symptoms were. It was so helpful. Oh my god, really? Yeah, that's it was amazing. Really nice. Yeah, bless yeah. Her. 
Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Love Everyone her. wants to help you. Everyone wants to help you. Um, but it is it's lovely, isn't it? It's, it's lovely being part of this kind of collective where where we can have our little therapy sessions. Oh, it's lush. Um, Speaking of, ju- <laughs> do, you, yeah. do you want to tell me about um, how you're feeling? Because is it a week away or two? Your heart? Oh, whole, yeah. It's the week after next. Okay, um, two weeks. Ten days, two weeks. A week and a half. A week and a half, mm-hmm. ten days. Um, yeah, so I've got my first half marathon because uh, I've got three on the trot coming up. And yeah, I do. I do think I, I am. I am really worried about it, and I think it's kind of worth talking about a little bit about the way that that even if you've achieved big things before, the big things in the future that aren't quite as big as the ones you've done before can still feel quite mountainous. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, so my training hasn't gone it, well. I say it hasn't gone well. It's it's been fine, and I've kind of largely enjoyed it, I guess. But I haven't pushed myself at all. I haven't really followed a structured training plan. I've certainly not done any kind of speed work or any intervals and things like that. But that has meant that the long runs have felt really painful. So I did, um, I did twelve miles at the weekend, and it was incredibly slow. And I didn't like it. Like from about yeah. three miles onwards, I was like, I don't. I'm not enjoying this. And I just felt like I wanted yeah. to stop. Well, that might and just be what happens, I guess, if that's the worst case scenario. There's no worry that you can't do it. You've done it a million times. You've done 12 miles just last week. You know you can do it. But if that's how you're feeling at the moment, that it's feeling like a bit of a slog, it might just mm. feel like a bit of a slog. But only a slog yeah, for a couple think, of hours. I think it will. I, it's also like... I mean, I guess a bowl of chips and be pleased with yourself. I will have a big bowl of chips. Um, mm. I guess it's just the kind of it just it feels quite momentous. It feels quite unachievable, and I just I'm also kind of I feel quite sort of sad with it as well because I'm just remembering how I used to feel when I was training for a half mm. and how I felt like. But I it was only the other day when I was trying I was sort of trying to think to myself, well, when was the last time I did a, a half marathon? Oh, actually, because in my head I was like, oh, the last time I did a half marathon was Paris. That's not true. I did a half marathon in the New Forest. And yes, that was, and you loved it. Oh, I bloody loved it. But one of the main reasons that I, well, there was lots of reasons why I loved it, but one of the reasons why I loved it was because I I was in the middle of training for the New York Marathon. So I felt... As it, I, I mean, even on the day, I was like, oh, I could just do a 10K. Oh, what's the point in coming all this way and not doing a half? I might as well do a half. Like to be in a position where you're like, oh, I can just bash out a half is such a nice, glorious, amazing position to be in. Yeah. And now I am not taking that sort of, I, d- I just don't, i taking it for granted, I guess, that kind of feeling yeah. of, oh, I can do 10 more. It doesn't feel like that anymore. And I am kind of, I'm feeling a bit old and I'm feeling a bit like sad for how how I've aged and slowed down in in a relatively short amount of time so oh. 3 years 4 years that like I look at my pace and my watch and it feels hard and then I think mm-hmm. oh my god I used to run so much quicker than this so much quicker than this okay. and that's mm-hmm. quite a sad thing to kind of come to terms with um, and I don't that know must if be I should quite just a sad thing. I it think is. That, that's it... fair to feel sad about that. Uh, my my it is my annoying pep peppiness side would <laughs> would I'm gonna I'm gonna coach you. I'm gonna Josie you now. I'm gonna be okay, Josie. Okay. I not that she's annoying. She's clever. Um, I think that maybe that means that it's time to start. And I know that you do this anyway, but remembering to refocus on goals that are a bit different from speed, because that's completely normal. And you know that like we've spoken to experts who've been like, you know, women might slow down a little bit, but that might be when they start enjoying their running more than they've ever enjoyed it before. If you're finding it a bit of a slog and you're going, oh, I'm not running as fast, then maybe it's time to go, okay, well, fuck that then. Now I'm going to look at, like you've suggested to yourself, maybe a really beautiful ultra where you can still really challenge yourself because you're like, I'm running further than I've ever run before. 
the yeah. throw throw speed and stuff out the window because I'm probably not run as fast as I did when like I think it's you can train up to a certain point but at the end of the day we are all slowly dying <laughs> god that's cheered me up um I mean I think the thing is you can go in two directions can't you because because also the thing I've got in my head is the times when we've done chats at the NRS and it wasn't this time I think it was the time before and um, and we were reminded that lots of women in their 40s and 50s actually run better than they used to run when they were in their 30s because they only start running in yeah. their 30s. And so, you know, you've after you've run for 10 years or 15 years or whatever, you you, you know, you and it, it, we're not talking about elite runners here. We're talking about normal runners, runners like us. And so I sort of had that in my head. I've also thought, actually... I mean, all of this comes with the fact, yes, I am running slower than I was two, three, four years ago, but I'm also, I'm not doing, in the last six months, I have done zero speed work. And so if I wanted to get faster, then I should yeah, do that. Yeah, then you know what you need to be doing, but yeah, I don't, I don't think, want to do it. <laughs> I know, I was going to say, I'm not trying to tell you what you want, but I don't think you want that. Every time we've talked about it, you're like, this sucks. Yeah, really really sucks also the other thing is just before we came on and you were saying that your mate had said there are some runs that she enjoys and some runs that she doesn't enjoy with no friend of the pod lex is training for the bath half at the moment um and she sent me a voice note this morning saying i would i would play it on the pod but it's also got a lot of stuff about whether we wanted wanted to do a crossword tonight um <laughs> an exciting life. Um, it is exciting. But she went for. She said that she went for a six miler on the weekend, um, and a three miler yesterday, last night. Her one last mm. night, she didn't intend on even being a run. She she knew that she had to cover three and a half miles, but she'd had a bit of a tough week, and she was like, "If I if if this needs to be like a mental health walk, then that's absolutely fine." She's been really sticking to her training plan, so she's she's doing great. And she's like, "Maybe this can just be a walk." But she ended up yeah. being like, "Oh no, I I really want to," and she was flying away and mm. said that she ended up actively choosing, you know, that when she went downhill, that she wanted to do a bit of an uphill to compensate, and then you know, she had a great run, and she really really loved it. That was after a long shit day. She works in mm. a primary school and is constantly on her feet. Um, whereas she said that the six mile one that she did on the weekend, she'd done all the things that she was supposed to. She drank lots of water the night before. She got really good sleep. She'd woken up two hours early to have some breakfast and then waited before going mm. out so that she had digested everything properly. And she said it was just absolutely trash. Just a shit run. And... Mm why does that happen to us sometimes that like the runs that we are expecting so you know tired low energy rubbish end of the day I know it's slightly shorter Mm. which is a little bit makes it a bit confusing but you know we know that it applies to to runs of exactly the same distance as well or even Mm. longer runs compared to shorter runs right and I just I have I have so many answers to this so many because I wasn't expecting like, that I was like well we'll ruminate on that for a bit and then we'll move on I'm so glad you've got no, some answers so many answers because the thing is is that she sort of started that off by saying there was no n- nothing different but there is so many different things between those two runs and first of all I would say like first of all you can talk about general hormonal differences right so there could be a she could have just tipped into a different kind of luteal phase or whatever there could yeah. be, there could have been that there could have been the fact that um that there is a big difference between running in the morning and running in the evening i much much prefer running in the morning but i always feel better on the very rare occasions that i run in the evening because you've not just had breakfast, you've had breakfast and lunch, you've probably had some snacks, you'll have drunk loads more water. Yeah. And you've got stuff to overcome. So there's kind of like, there's times occasionally when we've come back like from a weekend away and I've gone for a run at a really weird time for me, like four o'clock in the afternoon or something like that, just because I've not gone out in the morning. And I found those runs so easy because I've been cooped up and I'm, I've been stressed in some way and I've wanted the run to kind of 
get my head in gear yeah. as well as my legs. And there's the kind of the mental and physical kind of release of doing yeah. it. It's fucking That's brilliant. That's one of the things she said. Interesting. She was like, oh, I was just so angry at the world. Yeah. The best fuel. The yeah. best fuel sometimes. The mm-hmm. best fuel. The best fuel. So I think there's those two things. Um, I also think, because this is something I wanted to bring it up, because my running over the past couple of weeks has felt treacly and horrible and really, really awful. And so for the first time possibly in my life, I listened to some of the advice that we've been listening to on this podcast. And I can't remember who was talking to us about HRV, but so heart rate variability, I went on to Garmin Connect and I just looked, I was just like interested. I was like, oh, I wonder what that's doing. And happily, Garmin color codes and the past two weeks of my HRV, it's been all orange and red. Mm-hmm. So my HRV status has been unbalanced and low and poor quality. And before that, when I was running fine, it was green. So what is HRV and why does that happen? What is that? All of those questions are things I'm not going to particularly be able to understand. It. Okay, well, um, let's totally, let's see but, if we can potentially speak to an expert because I would like to know. I worry about my heart rate variability because... I know that, for example, it takes me a really long time to recover again if I've done something, if I've exerted myself. But this, so heart rate variability is not to do with your heartbeat. It's to do with the spaces in between your heartbeats. And it does vary. Everyone's varies. It's never an exact space between the beats. Okay. And nothing, like the exercise, well, exercise is going to help, obviously, but... um, but right, so let me just show you, I'll show you mine if I can find it. Heart rate. Uh, oh, that's not helping at all. Um, hang on, hang on. This, this is this is fun times on a podcast, isn't it? Here we are. HRV status, I am currently balanced. Lots of it is to do with things like sleep okay. as well as exercise. And it's the quality of the sleep that you're getting. Um, but if I showed you... Um, all right, so again, for the purposes of the pod, this probably oh, doesn't yeah. help okay. because I'm showing so a picture. She's got about a third of that is a green, or maybe even half is green, mm. green lines. Yeah. And then she goes orange, red, and then a tiny bit of green in the last few days. In the last few days. So that's mm. that's um, <clears throat> a four-week four average. <clears throat> and you see, I've, I've really pushed in the middle of January. And the middle of January is bad, isn't it, for all of us? Instead of it also... It's, it's bad nice. it's bad for all of us but that also completely reflects um my cycle yeah so that's the beginning of my period right at the beginning there as well so sluggish tired sleeping really bad i sleep really bad at the beginning of my my first week of my period i sleep really really i'm always kind of wakeful i have lots of dreams so lots yeah. of rem sleep rather than lots. deep deep I've been having that for the last like week, yeah, where like yeah. I've just been having really intense dreams, waking up in the middle of the night. Like my dreams have felt so at the forefront of my mind that like I'm waking up and panicking in relation to the dreams. Like I'll be like, oh God, mm. buddy, this happened. And then going, oh no. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Me and my brother-in-law weren't laughing at that man (laughs) because he got bit by a rat or something. It's it's awful, isn't it? I don't know what it is about that subconscious brain. And like, I, it completely affects how I am the whole day. If I'm woken up mid-dream 
and which happens a lot in those first, especially the first week of period and then a, a little bit goes into sort of second week as well and yeah and it just means that like for instance over, over the last couple of days or whatever I have been that's why I've been hyper focused on supplements and things like that because I'm thinking I'm, why am I waking up feeling so tired when I know I'm getting at least eight hours mm. I'm still waking up as if I've had five yeah like it feel, like really having to drag myself up and, yeah. and not understanding why that is and I mean I could blame it on January I could blame it on this but I think there's actually there's some more stuff going on inside and Lex might be having this too mm. where you know it might be yeah because of her cycle whatever because of you know things so I just I do blame hormones and you know the government and obviously Brexit yeah a hundred percent and Putin <laughs> always <laughs> yeah, if he listens please don't please don't come for us no, uh, that was really interesting and I really enjoyed that um thanks but I have got a suggestion I know we've got some other bits that we wanted to talk about and I do want to wish mm-hmm. you huge luck I've, I'm actually going Thank to you. do a little uh lots of you sent us emails and a few of you reviewed as well last time which was really really lovely because I did a little beg this week my beg is send Esther a, just a barrage of emails telling her she's amazing and good luck with her <laughs> Barcelona half because she's going to be amazing. Um, but I did in the meantime want to hear from the pod squad a little bit. Mm-hmm. We promised this last week and then I was incredibly we worried that we weren't going to be able to fulfill it because we were like, where actually are all of the wall of shame cards? We've got them. Thanks to Cara. We've got them. Yep. Um, <laughs> so should we have the what you say in jingle? And would we like a special, what a good, idea. good old yeah. chunk of you guys' stuff? Because we've got fucking tons of it. What are you saying? What are you saying? What are you saying this week? What are you saying? And now we've had the jingle. Let's definitely explain. So when we were at the National Running Show, and I do realise that not hundreds of you came. There were mm. lots of you. There were lots of you, but not all of you, which is a shame. Because I think you all should have gone there because it was am- amazing. But while we were there, part of our stand was a wall of shame. And we don't want to shame people, obviously. So maybe we need to check our language. It was about the shame. Yes, exactly mm-hmm. that. And it was about, we wanted you to tell us your most embarrassing, awful moments on a run. And, you know, we've had our own. We've talked about them at length. And we've shat ourselves for your listening pleasure, to be honest. Yeah, so we now really we... If, and we wanted to hear about yours because you know it's we can't just give 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 we wanted to take back yeah we did so. want to take back so in no particular order these are <laughs> the surviving wall of shame cards I realized there were a couple that um people ended up taking home with them or ended up getting a bit lost in the ether but we have a good chunk of the most hilarious submissions to the wall of shame hopefully this makes you feel normal if you've put your name I'm going to name and shame you if you haven't <laughs> it's a non I'm gonna start right so this one is is uh running in Prestwich 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 go for Prestwich. it head down getting it done lamppost straight to the forehead I cried running past my mum and she just laughed at me oh Brutal. Brutal. God, I remember when she wrote that I do too <laughs> right your turn Esther yeah you do one now okay okay uh this one is 2k into a 10k my sports bra came unzipped I (laughs) I tried to style it out but realized I couldn't ended up having to stop and re-zip it while hundreds of other runners went by and that was Alison amazing amazing Okay, I've got another one here. On a long training run in a very remote area, I needed to dash behind a bush. She's put that in inverted commas there. Oh. Uh, only to come out and see a dog walker watching me. That was so <laughs> Alan. Oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> Great. That's a Ooh, slight running go, theme. I love that. Ooh. Oh, I think this might be the same purse. Oh no, maybe it's not. Um, someone has obviously written more than once and in this mm-hmm. one said um uh, i also so there must have been Ooh. another shameful moment i also did the con how do you pronounce that con we 
C-O-N-W-Y. That sounds Welsh to me. Oh, is it? let's go Conwy. Conwy. Um, I also did the Conwy half hungover and was taken over by the actual Ron Hill, who was about 80 at the time. Ah, yes. Ron Hill. Oh, my I God. Mean, I, that's actually a claim to fame. That, that is a huge claim to fame. More, I mean, fame, I, more like. Yeah, I think um, I do understand that. No one likes to be taken over by overtaken by someone who is substantially older than them. That's, that, that's always my thing. That's always my thing when I'm looking at the backs of people, when I'm in races and stuff, and I see them and I just think, oh, my God, I'm probably 20 years younger than you, and you're just, like, acing this and zooming past me. But Everyone's I'm different. Gonna, everyone's different. And if you're going to be zoomed past by anyone, then Ron Hill is a good choice. Also, Esther, you do look about 23, I always think, so... <laughs> <laughs> they're probably like god look at that young whippersnapper not when i'm running oh my god <laughs> like did I, all of those when i went to that lovely apple thing the week before last that press thing um which is wonderful i was trying out the apple ultra and um and it was all good times and i was at apple hq in battersea which is the poshest office i've ever been in i was having the best time and i'd put on loads of makeup because i knew there was going to be photographers and stuff but of the f- photographs that came back to me I think nine of the 10, I looked ancient. I looked like the witches in, um, well, I just looked like a witch. Basically. Oh, the Roald Dahl just witches. Every, I, it was Roald Dahl. I was actually thinking of um, Stardust, you know, when they all, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer when she goes really old. <laughs> yeah. And it all just sort of drops down, doesn't it? And I was just like, yeah, I look like the after pictures here. This, this oh. is not good. <laughs> so I couldn't post any of them. I got a picture of me in a re- yoga pose and that was it. And I was like, oh, I can only put the static ones up. Anyway. anyway. I thought that All looking at the pictures of me at the NRS, not that it should matter. And I would never, ever say, if you're not going to say it to your friend, why would you say it to yourself? But, mm. oh my goodness, I did a lot of standing next to thin people. <laughs> and it really knocked me every time I saw a picture I was like bloody hell who's that three times the size of everyone else oh it's oh, me d- it's like it's whenever whenever we take a selfie which is all the time with Jenny Faulkner and it's like I'm standing next to the hottest most beautiful woman in the world I, I think I don't want to have a selfie anymore. I know and then she gets loads of pervs on her Instagram being like beautiful Jenny so stunning yeah. gorgeous <laughs> and I'm always like what about us <laughs> <laughs> lurching next to her like some kind of troll <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, why don't the person <sighs> comment on our pictures okay uh, back to the wall of wall of shame here we've Sorry. got uh, yes. one from our classic uh, a classic pod, pod squadder Ulrika mm-hmm. we um, went ah. to Paris with her and she is very lovely she says I slapped someone accidentally in the face <laughs> flailing my arm through the finish line in a local 10k race I absolutely love that one I love that <laughs> <laughs> and you can totally see how that would happen because everyone does that thing of raising their arms up these days you could totally yeah bash uppercut <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, that's top oh, one. Dear. Oh, we car, 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 car. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. So I've got one. Um, this one has no name. Too okay. shameful. Anon. Too shameful. Anon. Um, anon. She says, I'm saying she, they say, mm-hmm. wore capris uh, that were too light colored on a too hot day. Mm-hmm. I can see where this is going. Yeah. Ended my long run looking totally like I wet myself. Oh, mate. A classic. I am. That, the, the, that time that I wore those pale grey leggings to a spin class is ingrained in my head. I would yeah. never, ever do that again. I had baby oh. blue ones that also had a butt scrunch. <laughs> <laughs> it was an absolute disaster. Never, ever again. Why and who is designing this stuff? Who's doing that? What is it with the butt scrunch thing as well? What? Why are people doing that? Why is that a good thing? It looks rough, that... honestly. <laughs> I I look awful. Me. It looked like my ass was eating the leggings, and like, oh yeah, but like, not even in like a clean way because of the mm. scrunch. <laughs> is it scrunch? Yeah, yeah. So it's like but... eating them up, but like 
like it's sort of like got like bits in its mouth. Oh, it's horrible. It looked really, really awful. And you could see every single dimple of dimple. cellulite in I know. those as well. Yeah. Those always do that, especially mm-hmm. when it's a pale colour. So yeah. it's like who these are designed for like plastic mannequins, right? Not actual people, surely. Yeah. And why is that? I don't understand what I don't understand how it can be flattering on anyone that's at all normal that's Maybe not made of plastic. Maybe if you have a small bum that you want to look big, but as somebody with a larger ass, a bum scrunch does absolutely nothing. And I feel like you've got to have a bit of an ass to some degree as well, because otherwise then that's going to look wrinkly, like really wrinkly. Now, now there we go, right? So I have a flat ass, And so when I put a bum scrunch, the one time, that I put on a bum scrunch legging, it looked, I've never, apart from in the photographs from Apple for the week before last, never looked quite as old. And this was years ago. Yeah. It looked, or I looked like I had the oldest bum in the world. And what's the natural progression as far as I'm concerned? If you're going to have like bum scrunch leggings, is it going to move around to the front? Fanny like, scrunch. you know, is that going to, yeah. Special camel toe <laughs> leggings. <laughs> God. <laughs> I think they did a bit of that as well for me. Those bum oh, really? ones. Yeah, I don't think that was an intentional part of the design, but I think that was going mm. on a little bit. They were just awful. <laughs> I would name and shame, but they were a, they were a gifted one, and I don't feel like I can. But best believe <sighs> they didn't make it anywhere into the reviews. <laughs> <laughs> they got one star and given straight to a charity shop. <laughs> 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 oh dear uh, oh right. here was one of my Sorry. absolute favorites from the wall of shame i loved this Got one on. uh really really enjoyed it uh i tore my rotate it's simple but effective i tore my rotator cuff by getting stuck in Ooh. a sports bra <laughs> oh god <laughs> loved it oh my god so uh, let me say these are two sports bra related incidents that we need to think about with when it comes to sports design and one is pulling over your head sports bras yeah. particularly after you've sweated too much because that's the time that I almost had to get my neighbor around to cut me out because I was just I had like an elbow out and a yeah it's just it's you a get nightmare. completely stuck why? in why don't know why it's it, weird. That nothing feels worse than trying to get that off uh, like yeah honestly it makes you want to cry doesn't it it makes you want to burst into tears and it makes you Mm. panicky like when you get a necklace stuck or when or a ring (laughs) stuck on your finger or like it's that feeling where you're like oh get it off get it off (laughs) (laughs) oh I'm so sorry I hope you recovered but that really made me laugh that was (laughs) yeah actual injury right my go my go Right. Um, this one okay. was, again, we, we have no, oh, I love the end of this one. Um, we have no, no name for this one either. Mm-hmm. Um, I run ultras and every training run, I get caught by an unsuspecting dog walker while I'm squatting in a bush. Nice. So that's nice. nice. <laughs> yeah, there's a definite it's always the dog theme. walkers. It's all, yeah, yeah. Dog, walk, uh, dog walkers, pervs, breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> groundbreaking journalism on this podcast um oh okay this one i really enjoyed as well and it's it's a little bit of a similar vein no dog walkers this time but whilst out on a long run i had to run into the bushes fell into stinging nettles stung my ass before having to poo in the stinging nettles nice oh that's really unpleasant isn't it that's that's not nice that's not nice i don't and i don't think that's shameful i think that's just painful that's just like yeah we've all got to that's not very nice stinging nettles are another Mm. one of those things that make you cry because they don't feel like enough of a thing to like be justified being you know really upset or in real pain with so it's exactly the kind of thing that makes you cry like when you bump your head and it's like yeah yeah yeah, or walking into a lamppost because it's like, it's also things that other people are going to find funny. And it's like, but I'm actually really sad. That's so funny. <laughs> that walking to a lamppost. I mean, that's hilarious. I, I remember walking into a tree when I was about, 
I think I was eight or nine or something, maybe a little bit older than that. But I remember doing it because I was, I was walking a lot. I was so bored Mm -hmm. in the early eighties. There was nothing to watch on TV. It was probably, you know, like five o'clock in the afternoon and Cracker Jack had finished or something. Nothing to watch, nothing to do, no friends, something or other. Anyway, so I was walking along the road and I was just seeing how far I could go with my eyes closed. Oh. <laughs> just classic hijinks. Straight. <laughs> <laughs> I did feel really sorry for myself, even though I'd been a complete idiot. Oh, um, I did. I did a lamppost as well once when I was walking back from. Um, <laughs> the swimming pool in primary school hell having to go swimming in primary school oh awful and um we were walking back being sort of herded back to primary school and I was Mm -hmm. turning around over my shoulder to talk to Piers Mitchell I remember exactly who it was and we were having a conversation and then I just saw him suddenly go ah and before (laughs) it was too late I went bong straight into it (laughs) Oh, and I was so embarrassed. <laughs> and that was another one where I had to be like, <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> funny. <laughs> but really, I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> 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 Oh God. Uh, oh, whose turn is it? Yours. Mine, 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 because this is great. Um, <laughs> although I can't, I can't read, I can't read where it was. Um, but again, anonymous. I got caught in a tornado on somewhere promenade and had to crawl into a hotel for assistance i don't oh my god I don't i'm imagining the most dramatic that this that's could not shameful be. but I, yeah i i'm thinking of um what am i thinking of um wizard of oz oh yeah so I'm, I'm thinking that it's kind of that's little of red shoes of... swirling around and around <laughs> yeah it's free <laughs> So, so again, not shameful, but I mean, that's a story. Getting caught a in a tornado. <gasps> I've never known a tornado in the UK. Yeah, I don't know if this is. Um, I can't. I Does can't read the Gal- writing. Galway. Is it Ireland? Is it? Is it Galway? Galway. Oh, maybe sorry. it is. Maybe it is. Yeah, I thought that was an E. Yeah, maybe it is Galway. Oh, Tornadoes well, in Galway. Right in. Maybe that's what it's like over there. Right in, yes. Uh, (laughs) I had to have a wee on my first half marathon in a person's front garden because I missed the toilet stop. Oh, Oh, no. That really, that's sad. (laughs) Oh, that is sad. What are you laughing at? The next one. (laughs) I'm laughing at how we just just went, oh, that's sad, (laughs) that one. Well, it is sad. It you is know, sad. And I had it's a... sad. They're all sad because we should all they feel all sad. We shouldn't feel shame. We shouldn't feel shame, and it's and also it's the empathy, isn't it? Because it's just like, oh my god, what do you do in that circumstance? But it's like, I can you know, I had being there. Like, oh yes, exactly that. You can just mm. be. You can imagine you feeling exactly the same. And I had a lovely conversation with two very lovely women whose names I'm sorry I've now completely forgotten at the running show. And they talked to me at length and very, very enthusiastically about shiwis. And oh, yeah. they were just like, oh, yeah. And there I was said, a lot of shiwi chat at NRS this year. It was great, actually. And I, and I did say to one of them, when you use your shiwi, do you find yourself standing up with pride? Like, you know, like hands on hips. I would. Going, I'm weeing here. Yeah, she said, I would. Yes, I do. I do, actually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it because I was just thinking with your one with that woman there she had to kind of you know squat down you know behind a wall or something in a bush in someone's front garden and and it, it just makes you feel rubbish doesn't it Whereas but, if you're a bloke up against the tree you stand so, up don't you yeah 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 there's a whole wall on the bath half yeah, and there's an entire wall and, and they just they just all stand behind and just look at you as you're running past and it's like well, it's good for you, isn't it? Well done. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get a shiwi, I think, and I'm I'm going to 100 percent stand with pride. Yeah, let's do it. Hashtag stand with pride. New campaign. <laughs> I reckon. Piss um, with pride. Okay. Oh no, it's your turn. Oh, so I'm a bit it? worried. I've given. Have I given you more oh, than yeah. fewer than me? Oh, I don't know. I've got. I've got like three, three okay. left. I've got quite a lot left. I'll do another one then, okay. and then I'll do another. Oh, one. Sorry, I've counted them wrong. Okay. 
I ran my first Great North Run half marathon. What I did not expect was the level of chafing mid-period and what a towel can do even with a towel change. I'm presuming that she means a sanitary towel here. Yeah, yeah, period towel. Cowboy oh, walk to the ferry. Ferry? Is there a ferry? Ferry where? From Great North Run. Sorry, I've interrupted that. Uh, but. You do. Oh, you finish at South Shields. So yeah, yeah, I think you can. Yeah, okay. So she says, cowboy walk mm. to the ferry. An urgent search for pseudocreme to no avail. Never again. Oh. Carpet. Oh, there. yes. It's very, I, I agree with nice. that. I do agree with that. I have that problem too. Yes, need to get into more sort of modern period wear, don't we all? But then um, I feel like I have that period or not. Like if I run or even if I just do a long walk sometimes, then mm. it will be like, oh, it's painful. It can get really painful. Yeah, yeah, Is that absolutely. Okay, okay good, good, yeah, good. Yeah, I think it's very, very normal. Was like, uh... No, no, no. <laughs> I, was very, I was just going, oh my God, you're mental. No, 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 yeah. very normal. <laughs> uh, right, okay, so I had... I quite like this. Um, Again, anon. Mm -hmm. Am ultra runner who often eats a lot on runs because that's what you do as an ultra runner. On Christmas Eve, I ran to a cafe, three and a half miles each way to be specific, and puked up cake in a grate on the way home while all my friends stared at me. (laughs) Oh, well, this is actually, we've worked this out brilliantly. But yeah, what a waste of cake. And similarly, Mm. uh, this one is, ate too late for an ultra and the only food on offer was Thai curry. (gasps) (laughs) Six miles in, I had horrendous stomach cramps and had to poo stop on the side of the road (laughs) Luckily, it was 1 a.m. <gasps> Sorry, Cornwall. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, we've reached these ones now because this one's a bit similar. Okay. So okay, this on one then. is, I'm going to do one more and then I think we're, we're, we're perfectly matched to alternate again. Marvellous. Yeah. Uh, whilst yeah, running it. the Birmingham 10K, I decided to eat love hearts. They fizzed up like Mentos in a bottle of Coke. Thankfully, I made it to the finish before throwing up. Oh. <laughs> Oh, oh, God. <laughs> oh, oh my oh, God, you brilliant. poor people. That's um, so good. I ha- Kelly has signed this one and she said, um, I collapsed at a half marathon and threw up all over the doctor that treated me. Oh, no. Oh, I wouldn't like that. I wouldn't no, like that sad. at all. That's sad. Yeah. Big cuddles. Yeah. I'll give you big cuddles. Yeah. Big cuddles. Um, I tripped whilst pushing the double buggy around my local park run. Both children were tipped up as I pushed the handlebars down and looked (laughs) up at the sky. (laughs) Everyone carried on running around me. (laughs) No, shame on them. Shame on them. Oh. oh no don't laugh at women tipping children out of anyway uh amy amy here i was running down a canal and i slipped and tripped over a bollard which in itself is a funny word yeah and fell into a canal boat <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and um, immediately imagining if you've fallen onto a canal boat then there's nothing for it apart from to just don a pipe and start start set, setting sail oh my god can you imagine the noise of it as well because you, you know that wooden oh boat you're just waking up everyone in the boat <laughs> oh my god She says, that's incredible. It wasn't the canal, but I think that's worse than falling into the canal. I kind of agree. Oh, it would suck to fall into the canal, but <laughs> <laughs> at least people wouldn't accuse you of uh, grand like theft. Burgling. Grand yeah. theft boat. <laughs> grand oh, theft vessel. Oh, I love that one. That was incredible. <laughs> I loved that one too. I'm, I'm, I, I'm glad I gave you that one. It's giving me the fear though, because obviously I run along canals quite a lot. Well, you know, if it happens, <laughs> sing I'm a round of Rosie and Jim and get into it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, oh, this one is, I went for a run around my local area and as I turned around a bend, a cyclist was coming from the opposite direction. I tripped over my own feet trying to avoid them and to not lose pace and ended up practically pirouetting over the curb and straight onto my ass into a puddle. Not my finest moment. Oh. That was from Lula, who's got the nicest writing, incidentally, that I've ever known of anybody in the world. Oh. Beautiful handwriting. Oh, amazing. Is that, all? Is, that, is that all we've got? That's all. There were more. And I don't know where they've all gone. I'm so sorry if yours oh. got lost, lost in, in transit, but I'm so, so glad that we, that we still had so many of them because, oh... You guys oh, I've loved. I tell you what, though, let's let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. If you guys have had embarrassing moments, you didn't make it to the NRS, and you've not emailed us about it, then if you could email wrpodcast yeah. at anthem.co.uk, I want to hear more of these because it has cheered me right up. Yeah, let's flog <laughs> that old horse again because it's been a while. <laughs> yes, we've had a few live events where we've got you guys to do embarrassing moments uh, recently, but yeah, we haven't asked the general listeners. No. For a really long time, you used Ask. to send in some absolute corkers. So let's get it yeah. back on the road again or something. Back in the saddle. Yeah, that ca- back on the canal boat. You're back on the canal um... boat. <laughs> Honestly, no option but to commandeer it and drive off into the sunset so that anybody who saw never sees you again. <laughs> That's my favourite one ever. I'm going to go and tell Doug that. <laughs> oh my god oh that was I a really that really so amazing much. i kind of want to like illustrate yeah. it yeah <laughs> you definitely oh. want to see it don't you it's brilliant yeah. need to put it into a sitcom or something absolute yeah. shout out that was fucking great uh yes. love you all <laughs> filled with huge <laughs> amounts of love after that because they were all amazing <laughs> And that really, that really, I was feeling a little bit down going into this recording mm-hmm. and it's, that's really cheered me up. I was worried. I was like, am I going to be able to summon the energy? Got a bit of a sore mm. back, had a bit of a shit night again. It's Tuesday morning, which is almost sometimes worse than Monday because it's like, ugh, Tuesday, all over yeah. again. But that has thoroughly cheered me. I'm feeling over the moon now. So all we need to do in future ahead of every single podcast recording is um, stand in a room with 14,000 other people and ask them to write down their most embarrassing moments on yeah. like revision cards. Um, yeah. And yeah, I think that's fine. We can do that. Yeah, defo. Yeah. Defo. No problem Maybe at all. this is what the pod is now. It's just full episodes of what you're saying. <laughs> it's nothing to do with what we're saying. It's no, what they're saying. That era I is dead. Now, boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck us. Yeah, yeah. Fuck us. It's all about you guys now. <laughs> uh, actually, that it, it is worth saying. If you want it to be even more about you, stay in touch. And the best way that you can do that, obviously, you can email us at wrpodcast at anthem.co.uk. But you can also join us on Patreon. Uh, Mm -hmm. If you don't know what that is, we have ads for it in the episodes, don't we? So this is annoying that I'm saying this. But the very best part of it is uh, if you head to patreon.com forward slash women's running, then and sign up little as two quid a month, I think you can do it for. And then you can be part of our pod squad group chat, which is really a thing of wonder at the moment. Like it's really kick. It's kicking off more and more every day. (laughs) But not in a fighty way. In a oh, supportive, not in a fighty lovely. Way. Yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. It's in a gorgeous. way that it's I really, bet really nice. during this podcast recording, I will have had. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's basically all my notifications. Is is Pod Squad? It's just you guys, you know, mouthing off, and I love it. I love reading it. I love the support. It's so so lush, and I believe there is a function. I'm really trying to make this happen, and maybe I need to demonstrate it in order to be brave enough to actually get other people to do it. But there is a function yeah, where yeah. you can send voice notes. So if you ever want to tell us some of your silliest stories, biggest queries, growing concerns, uh, then I think you can send us a voice note on there, and then we can just put it straight onto the pod. So that would be that'd be amazing. That would be cool. It would feel very professional. Dave would absolutely kick off at us, but totally kick off. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be fun. I might get a recording of him kicking off and put that on as well. Oh nice. Special (coughs) guest. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we've got a meeting in ten minutes and I'm gagging for another coffee. 
Me too. Okay, let's do that then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Come and join us on Patreon. You can get a ton of extra Pod Squad benefits from just £2 a month, including newsletters, live chats, and you can join our exclusive Discord community for friendly chat and support with like minded women runners. Go to patreon.com forward slash women's running to find out more. This podcast was recorded over Zencaster. The producer and composer was David Newman. Please hit like and subscribe. That way you won't miss the next episode. Do please email us at wrpodcast at anthem.co.uk with any questions or running stories, as we would love to include them in a future podcast. Happy running. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.